Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm with East Avery. Did you grow up on East Ave? Is that the vibe? Yeah, that's where our first studio space was. Um, we had a spare bedroom in the third bedroom, and um, I had another housemate who lived with me. But um, yeah, the boys would always crash in that third bedroom. Yeah, sweet. And how did you guys all meet? I met Nick through school. Um, and Addy through football. Um, so it was, and then I kind of introduced them around our last year of school. And then, um, the year after school is when we decided to start making music together. Cool. Pretty much. And do you guys produce and write all your own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. What's the, how does it all go down between the three of you? So I do all the production and then the boys write all of their own stuff as well. And that's just kind of all sort of naturally works itself out. together. When did you start learning how to produce? Um, I think I started playing around with it when I was kind of like 15-ish. But I really started properly doing it when we were a bit older, when we all started doing it together, probably like 17, that kind of age. Yeah. And we're all 22 now, so we were doing it together for a little bit. Beautiful. And you have a new track out called WTFO. Yes, yeah. Yeah, this track's a little bit gloomier than your other tracks. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about this track, how it came to be. How you all collaborated into it? Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that was a f- well, that was fun. We we're in Sydney, so we're, we're all from Adelaide, but we we're in Sydney um, on a writing trip a couple of years ago when we wrote that song, and it was probably a pretty gloomy environment or the day. I get, I, f- I felt like it was pretty gloomy, the whole vibe. But yeah, I don't know where the gloominess came from for the song, but we're in like these super grungy. Um, studio space that we'd never been in before yeah and it was just like i mean we, we had a, a bit weird it was a bit foreign yeah and we weren't used to um in Marrickville. yeah people were kind of meeting for the first time and collaborating with for the first time um yeah and, was, i don't know we had a lot of fun making that song so it's funny how it like came out so dark sounding we we wrote that track pretty much just on in one day, um, all together over a few hours, one night in Marrickville. But yeah, I think that's pretty, a lot of our new stuff that's not out yet is probably quite similar sounding. It's in the same kind of lane. It's all a bit gloomier. Yeah, cool. but that was like the song that kind of kickstarted us into that gloomy kind of direction. I feel like. 
Yeah. And how have you guys kind of found your sound to be evolving as you're creating music together? I feel like it, we, we do experiment a fair bit and it just comes naturally, like the natural progression of us learning more and learning what works and learning how each of us um, are creatively. We kind of just evolve as we grow pretty much. Yeah, cool. And do you have any influences on this track or just like what you're generally listening to at the moment? Um, that changes as well, what we listen to. And we all listen to different stuff as well. It's, it's inspiration from many different places, I'd say. Um, yeah, and there's three of us, so it's like all these different pools of heaps of different inspiration from different things. So that's why it's kind of, I mean, the song sounds kind of not weird, but like it is gloomy and it is like different sounding because we're, I think we've all got these random, different random influences from three people all coming together. So it's a bit, it's a bit um, different. Yeah, different. Cool. <laughs> and what are you guys all listening to at the moment? Uh, what are you listening to, Addy? I just listen to the Beatles pretty much. Non-stop <laughs> Beatles. What's your favourite Beatles album? Um, I like Abbey Road, but I'm listening to a bit more of the trippy stuff lately, like Revolver and Sgt. Pepper and Magical Mystery Tour, which is pretty out there. Yeah, but I just like really tricky old music that kind of throws you off a bit. So I've got this weird CD in my car at the moment, which is like kind of jazzy alternative jazz, and it's called. Remember that we were playing that last year, Liam. Old solutions to no modern solutions to old problems. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so random. I put it in my car yesterday because I have a CD player in my car, so I can just stack it up. Um. But, yeah, I just like really trippy music, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favourite Beatles track? Track? Uh, like top three. Ooh. Me and Liam were listening to A Day in the Life the other day. That's my favourite Beatles song. Yeah. We are pretty mind-blowing. I mean, I heard it before, but every time I listen to it, it's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, um, that's insane. But the end's too much. I can't listen yeah. to it. <laughs> I, like, skip it before it gets to that. It's a bit of a wig out, isn't it? That whole second side to Abbey Road is just that continuation of they're all kind of connected. That's pretty, um, yeah, inspiring, I guess. It's really easy to listen to as well. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm really keen to see my Spotify wrapped for this year because it's been... I can never remember what you listen to. Yeah, and then, and then it's just all—it's always random, like bits and pieces that just random songs that I've listened to. Like, I'll play one like Otis reading song, and then it'll go down this jazz loophole. Yeah, of like songs that I've never heard before. I like I like that, like songs that you've never heard before. Just like genres and just whatever comes, really. I don't like dive into specific um, projects or anything. 
Um, and then new music daily. I like that as well. Like all the newer songs that are coming out just to see, you know, keep up to date. So you're an, you're an Apple music guy, aren't you? No, I, oh, I was on Apple music. I was, um, really? but I transferred. Yeah. Are you a playlist just wasn't as good for playlists? I do like playlists. Yeah. I've just started making one, um, with like all feel good songs, like, you know, um, <laughs> white noise. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yep. <laughs> songs like that. Um, just that era, um, of like weird pop rock kind of songs recently. I don't know why it's a bit random, but you know, sometimes you just need to listen to that. Fair enough. It's like a good morning playlist when you get up and you play white noise in the morning to get super. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, you amped. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, it's because I've I, I can't think of anything on my Spotify because I've been I went back to SoundCloud for the first time sixteen, and then for the last few months I've just only been listening to SoundCloud songs pretty much. Interesting. And that's like all like edits and stuff. SoundCloud's hard to navigate because there's just yeah. so much on it. Like I don't know where to even start when I go there. Yeah. Reminds me of like year nine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so well, luckily I've I've evolved from the Melbourne bounce side of SoundCloud, luckily. That's good. That's found good. a really I found a really good pocket at the moment. Okay, cool. So you just like SoundCloud's got a feed, so it's kinda of like social media, like you can scroll there's all the people you follow and stuff. Anything that they have reposted or posted. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like Twitter, but just music. So that's like all I do. There's just all these playlists that pop up that have suggested songs from the other stuff that, you, that you've liked. We would like to take a short break to thank our sponsors, Bodriggy Brewing. We all know how much I love a sour here at Beers and Tears, and with Bodriggy's hazy and tangy fuzzy dance explosion, we can all have a boogie. A soured tropical ale dances across the palate, bursting with candied mango and pineapple tones, while a subtle yeast funk provides the baseline. We consider it the all-rounder good time sour, so celebrate those spring days with a fuzzy dance. Well, you guys are from Adelaide, so yeah. what's what's the hip-hop scene like in Adelaide? Describe it. <laughs> Small. Small. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of talent, a lot of talent here. There's a lot of talented people that have been doing it forever as well. Yeah, sick. Are you guys going to Harvest Rock? No. Oh, maybe. What do you mean? Oh, no. oh you don't want to go? <laughs> <laughs> huh? I was thinking about it. You're not going to go? I was, yeah, what's his name? Uh, is playing. Jack White? No, no, no. Shit, man. All right. I think, uh, All right. No, I'm not going to That's yeah, the reason I wanted to go. Fair enough. Is it just Adelaide? Yeah, it's only in Adelaide. I'm driving from Melbourne to Adelaide for it. Really? Whoa. Oh, maybe we oh. should. You're hyping it up now. Yeah. Have you seen the lineup? It's so good. I mean, it's like, I guess if it's not your flavor, then that's a different story. But who's playing? Who do you want to see? Who, who do I want to see? Um, well, Jack White's playing. Um, I'm proud of him. Yeah. Proud of him playing. Um, Genesis Owuzu's playing. 
Hot Chip and Groove Armada are playing. That's it, Groove Armada. That's what I was thinking of. Um, Marlon Williams is playing. Who else is playing? Teskey Brothers are playing. Um, Courtney Barnett. Kurt Vile. Kurt Vile's playing. Great lineup. Anyway, so the, the hip hop scene in Adelaide, that's where we were at before I took yeah. a harvest mm. journey. Um, I think Adelaide's always had like a sick underground hip hop thing going on forever. I mean, like the hoods are from Adelaide. So that's like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, I feel like it's always been there. They've always had something going on. Who are you like your favorite local Adelaide acts? Klaus. Klaus is. From Adelaide and Klaus is the king. Um, Nelson Dialect is from from here, but he's recently relocated to the UK, I believe. But he's uh, he's the best. Um, there's heaps and heaps of, of talented people coming up out of Adelaide, for sure. Cool. And you guys have collaborated with George Ellis and Raj Mahal, so who is like someone else who you would want to collaborate with like dream collaboration dream collabs yeah dream collab you can go as big as you want okay okay this is really important pharrell pharrell <laughs> it's got to be pharrell yeah okay good good choice pharrell yeah. pharrell 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 nah sorry uh, if we could collab with Pharrell, that'd be like <laughs> yeah, that'd be. It pretty much yeah. accounts for anyone, yeah, yeah, and pure posse. Oh yeah, yeah. From Bella the lights said, there. Um, that's my dream collaboration, pure posse. Yeah. Okay. Have you so, heard of pure posse? I've never heard of pure posse. What's check the them vibe? Out. Yeah, it's very chill. They're from Lennox Heads near Byron Bay. Cool. These dudes coming up. And they're um they make beautiful music. I'm going yeah. to check that out. Fantastic. Is it like in the background music? Like when you're like cleaning your room or something, you can just play it in the background and you just vibe. So like if you're out, like have you been to Lennox Heads before? Yes. If you're just hanging out, just like on a cliff looking at like the sea, that kind of vibe. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice setting. What would you say yeah. is like the set what's like perfect scenario for your music? Where would where would the time and place be? Like a, like a grungy dark <laughs> room. Uh, <laughs> Narragill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It depends what song because we kind of got um, different songs for different occasions, you know. But the Ooh. current stuff, I guess, is like I don't know, winter and cold, and you just like. A bit anxious. Yeah, and you're on the way to like the sickest party of all time. Mm. Or, yeah. or like woo half. But you're not there yet. You're just anticipating, you know, like before you get to the party, you're anticipating that it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And you're like yeah. you're drinking on the way there. You're rugged up in your puffer jacket and you're ready. Yeah, it's a pre song. That's, <laughs> that's a good vibe. I like that. Perfect. Taking a throwback to your EP, Rugrats. With a dollar sign. Um, yeah. Can you run me through what a studio session for this EP kind of looked like and what you guys had in mind when you were creating this EP? Rugrats. Oh, that was... Way back. Yeah, that was so long ago. But that, that EP was just songs that really that... It, COVID hit, so we, like, 
kind of everything got fucked up. So we were just like, oh, let's just put out something, a bunch of songs that we had sitting around really. So it wasn't like an intentional like body of work. I think we just collated a, a bunch of work that we had at the time. But they all worked together and stuff. Yeah. I think all this, they all sounded the same in a, in a way, like the same kind of vibe. But uh, the studios, I don't know, man, the studio sessions during that time were were pretty um crazy and fun. Like we were just having fun. That was all it was really. Just messing about and just trying to make a song and then if we got one at the end then that was it really nothing too crazy do you think you would want to create and like something similar to an album if not an album with your music yeah absolutely yeah, we've yeah. already pretty much got a ep finish but just sort of sitting there in the in the cupboard waiting to be dusted off we made it like maybe like probably completed it mid this year and it's kind of we just moved on we've kind of like we've got it there ready to go but we're just waiting for the right time I guess because we don't want it to get swept under the rug or overlooked or anything like that so yeah coming close to Christmas no one really yeah. releases music around Christmas time we just like, nah. yeah. like Apparently that's the thing. yeah we'll just kill it at November and no one ever releases shit after that yeah. Yeah, I thought music was like yeah. for all times, but I think only Mariah Carey and Buble are allowed to release at the end of the year. That's fair That's enough, honestly. They've claimed that. They deserve, they deserve it. We have to wait till summer until we can release next, I guess. Which is perfect. Perfect timing. We've got some summer vibes for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, so we've got to just stay tuned for that. Yes. Beautiful. Well, is it's it coming up? Summer yet, is it? No. Almost. almost. But next month it's summer. December summer. Nice. Yeah. We're almost there then. We're just gonna put some some nice summery singles out and then See hopefully next year, maybe mid next year, we can put an EP out. And I think it's more in the darker kind of trippy sort of wave, but we might have to save that for later. Okay. Well, we can like rehash at that point in time and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is like one of the trickiest things you guys kind of have to overcome or like a challenge that you have when you are creating a track? Probably just maintaining that creative flow state, not kind of getting distracted or um, I feel like that session was very focused in because we were in Sydney and that's what we were there to do. And like everyone had the same intent it's just about joining like joining everyone's energies together and focusing it all into the song at once so everyone's on the same page and creatively working together at the same time and then it happens quickly as well because you're tapped in like that cool. like, yeah trying to stay in that trying to say we pretty much don't have any any issues when we're recording <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Unless we're getting distracted. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just staying off the phones and not going on social media and just completely being, yeah, what Liam was saying Invested. pretty much. Yeah. 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 You don't want to, like, procrastinate the process. Yeah. And you have a show coming up. <laughs> We've postponed it. We've put, oh, I suppose. Sorry, that's my bad. But we don't have a date. 
that okay. we can disclose because we are having to postpone the show that we originally okay. had. Cut yeah. that part out. Cut. What does what does an East Av three show look like? A <laughs> uh, bit of chaos. Um, we keep the set pretty high energy um, for our shows. Um, They've all been sick. They've all been yeah. like, especially the, all the hometown ones. We've they've all been um, been packed and just been been so much fun and just been been hectic, hectic energy. We just go super hard, and it's always like the best time. Like that's like the most fun that I think that we have out of everything is probably just playing shows. Do you have like a dream place that you want to play? Oh yeah, so many. I mean, the like, yeah, the Thebi, which just down the road. Um, that's like Adelaide's kind of like iconic theater venue. Um, a couple thousand people. That would be great. If you can sell out the Thebi, you've sort of made it. Yeah. So that would be that'd be a cool day. Yeah, for sure. Madison Square Garden. Or <laughs> Yeah. After that, splendor is splendor one day as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, give me like your favorite gig memory that you've played, and a horror story where it's gone like. A bit- <laughs> uh, favorite gig memory would have probably have to be our first one for sure. Uh, Listen in in 2019. Um, I think it was Denzel Curry, Flume. Um, School who else was on Bill? Schoolboy Q. Um, I lit Schoolboy Q's spliff before he went on stage. That was a, that was a pretty good memory. <laughs> uh, on the yeah, um, wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I had a lighter on me. <laughs> it was all meant to. Um, it was meant to be. Nothing's gone like wrong. It's a dream. We've had ones where people aren't there. The stage broke <laughs> once. Yeah. Ah. Where was that? At that. Oh. I, did it? Oh. The stage was like falling apart throughout the set, but I don't think anyone was injured. But that was <laughs> the closest we got to something going wrong. Oh, yeah. Or well, we played at the Gladi in Sydney. And the I think the floor was actually broken. Like the floor. They're like, can you stop? Getting people to like jump up and down because the floor is breaking. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, no jumping allowed. Yeah, that's kind of like get it sorted, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. You, to do yeah. When you go to a gig. It's just a not do anything and just stand there. Just hang around, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully they've no got it sorted by now, and it was like a temporary thing. No, sorry about. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining me today and having a chat on the podcast. Thanks, Thanks for having us. That was fun. No worries. I usually do like a cheers at the end. You have your, what is it, coconut water? Yes. Beautiful. Uh, I have an glass. empty glass of that I already <laughs> drank. <laughs> oh, you got it. You're Asagi. Yeah, it's empty as well. Beautiful. We all I've drink got... our drinks. What's that, Lynn? <laughs> it's a llama. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Cheers. I've got- Cheers. <laughs>
Walk in the street I just wake the fuck out Balenci's a bookings We stepping, that's giving That's begging, no begging, forgiving